0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CFS Transformation Podcast. Today, I am going to touch on and discuss befriending your symptoms, becoming more familiar and accepting of the sensations that happen in your body when you have CFS or a hypersensitive nervous system. And really this is just another way of saying, responding well to your symptoms, which I speak of relentlessly, but sometimes hearing the same thing explained in a different way can resonate with you better and help you understand it more and implement it better. So in this episode, I'm going to explain why it is so important to befriend your symptoms in terms of the chemistry of your body and the response in the nervous system. And at the end, share some practical examples and tools of how you can start practicing this in real life. So this is something that has to happen before your symptoms will improve significantly. If you fear or don't understand your symptoms, they maintain themselves. So let me explain this in a little more detail. So something seemingly irrational could be the trigger for symptoms. In other words, something out of your window of tolerance, which seeing as your window of tolerance gets shortened by trauma is quite easy. So it could be a certain thought or a certain activity, a certain situation. You know, the things that um, wouldn't trigger (laughs) someone without CFS to go into survival mode do trigger you. But your symptoms are maintained because of the panic response you have to them showing up. That is what keeps your body escalating into like full body emergency mode, panic mode, survival mode. I am aware that stopping doing this is so much easier said than done, it's only natural to panic when you feel uncomfortable sensations in your body. But if this is you right now, in the kindest way possible, it does just mean that you don't truly understand where they are coming from. When you don't understand your symptoms, you assume that it means something is wrong within your physical body that you are, you know, you're breaking down or you're going backwards in recovery. These are the kind of thoughts that make you panic and ultimately maintain your symptoms. So you need to acknowledge that symptoms are just messages that your nervous system has been stimulated, overstimulated, and the fear response has been initiated. And because you've been in this chronic state for a long time your fear response immediately manifests as physical symptoms in the body but saying that i mean that is kind of true for anyone even somebody who isn't hasn't been in chronic survival mode will experience symptoms when they go into it to some degree but the difference is usually they can more easily come out of it and re-regulate themselves like within minutes And remember that because you've been through the trauma of CFS and whatever led you here in the first place, your nervous system is less resilient at the moment. And this means you are more easily stimulated or sent out of your stress threshold um, than a normal person. I hate saying a normal person because I don't even know what that means, but basically someone without CFS and... Um, all the traumas that you've been through. So rather than seeing symptoms as these awful things that mean we are getting sick and that our bodies are malfunctioning, I encourage you to see them as opportunities to at least get familiar with them. I know it sounds weird to befriend your symptoms, but if they remain your enemy, they will keep fueling the stress response in your body, which is not what we want to do. We need to break that cycle. If you fear experiencing symptoms, that alone is a trigger for your stress response. And I hope you can see the kind of toxic cycle there. You fear symptoms, which triggers your fear response, and that creates symptoms, and then you panic even more because your fears come true, so your symptoms are maintained. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, getting friendly with symptoms is the only way to overcome this becoming okay with them if and when they arise actually there's no if like just when because they will be a part of your recovery but also for the rest of your life like you're bound to have life events that trigger a stress response in your body so it's important to learn not to make yourself worse in these times because you're scared of the sensations in your body. I'm not saying you're gonna have chronic symptoms for the rest of your life, obviously, but the stress response is there for a reason. And in times of stress, um, we respond to it. And a lot of the time that does, well, all the time, that manifests as physical symptoms in the body. So becoming um, okay and accepting and understanding of them helps us kind of mitigate them when it happens. Or at least um, not over exaggerate them. There are usually two things people with CFS fear, and it's either the symptoms themselves, like literally how they feel in your body, which is totally fair enough, or they fear what they assume symptoms mean. Hopefully after listening to this, you won't feel what they mean because all they mean is your stress response has been initiated, which means you've had something that's triggered fear in your body. So if you can respond with calm, friendliness and self-compassion, excuse me, you will reassure that body of yours that it doesn't need to be fearful and experience chronic symptoms. If you fear how the symptoms genuinely feel in your body, there are a few things that you can do. Number one, remind yourself, you could even write this down, but remind yourself that they are coming from mind-body. Triggering thoughts and emotions manifest as physical symptoms. So even though that is something that needs working on, I think it helps to know that your physical body is actually okay this is why nothing comes up in like scans or blood tests for cfs because your physical body is actually okay it's the mind-body connection and your nervous system that has become dysregulated and while i have a very holistic approach to health so your physical body, you know, won't be in its peak health when you're going through CFS and a dysregulated nervous system, but I think it helps to get a bit of space from your physical body and know that that is okay. Um, Triggering thoughts literally like create your symptoms. This is why a lot of the time when people are trying to get back to exercise or movement, it's not the movement itself that triggers the symptoms. It's the thoughts, beliefs, anticipation, anxiety, etc., that you have around movement or exercise that triggers your symptoms. And you mistake that as movement is bad for me or exercise is, you know, I can't do it right now because it triggers my symptoms. It's not usually the action, it's the thoughts, beliefs, emotions behind it that trigger the fear response in your body. Okay. Um, Number two, what you can do if you uh, fear the sensations in your body is don't forget to breathe well. During these times of survival mode, grounding and intentionally breathing can be so reassuring for your nervous system and bring you back to a state of regulation sooner. So try to consciously lengthen your exhale and breathe into your belly. When we go into survival mode, the breath automatically becomes very short and shallow um, sort of within the chest area so you can start to focus on changing that shifting uh, your breath into a more calming state and eventually your nervous system and your body will follow and number three is obviously have compassion with yourself at these times of symptoms Don't start criticising yourself or feeling like you've failed, it isn't going to help. Once symptoms have been initiated, beating yourself up will only make it worse. And I can almost guarantee that you probably do do this. Um, So we need to shift out of that into self-compassion. Treat yourself like how you would a best friend or a child who is feeling this way in their body with kindness and with compassion. When you've spent a long time ignoring your body, you get forced to listen by physical symptoms. That is essentially what CFS is. And this can be scary because your body is now screaming at you and listening to that can feel really threatening and invoke more of a stress response in the body which is why it can feel so hard to befriend your symptoms it's not really something that you want to acknowledge and hear within your body right it's hard like if you imagine um it's hard to listen to somebody screaming and remain calm yourself right same with yourself When your own nervous system and body is screaming at you, you almost instinctively react with fear or screaming back at it, um, or maybe trying to ignore it. That's what we need to change to see improvements. Two wrongs don't make a right, right? You you need to build this awareness and practise responding to your symptoms with compassion, acceptance, and grounded calmness, knowing that it's only temporary and doesn't mean much other than you've been overstimulated. And by the way, you can choose to do this at any point. So let's say you've had, um, your symptoms have been triggered and then you've panicked in response and you've spiraled. You can still then gain awareness and start to calm yourself. You don't have to respond well immediately. Obviously that's the goal, but this is a practice. Neurons that fire together wire together, right? So at the minute, it's pretty much your automatic response to your symptoms to panic. So don't, what I'm trying to say is don't worry if you can't do this straight away. It's just like strengthening a muscle. It takes time and consistency, even when you're not seeing results, which you won't initially. Okay, so finishing with some practical tips and help with implementation, which I have kind of already covered this, but I'm just gonna make it super clear and run through some bullet points. So number one, when you feel symptomatic, you get a choice of how to respond to those sensations. And you just need to start with building awareness around your response. Awareness is the first step. Number two, It is natural and normal to want to panic at physical discomfort in your body. So don't criticise yourself, but you do need to start working on changing that. Number three, you do this by reminding yourself symptoms are just messages that your fear response has been initiated, which is easy to do after experiencing trauma. Number four, your symptoms are coming from mind-body, not (laughs) body-body, which means there isn't any, I don't know if body-body is a real term, but it just means there isn't actually anything wrong in your physical body. Now that doesn't mean that you don't feel them, it's not a way of invalidating yourself, but it should reassure you that your physical body isn't breaking down or going to have a heart attack etc these thoughts this story that you tell yourself when you feel physical symptoms is what again sort of perpetuates that fear response if you start telling yourself you're having a heart attack or i don't know you're um gonna have a panic attack whatever it is you start going down that mental narrative and that is obviously creating more of a fear response in your body so changing the story you tell yourself will be really important Number five, reconnecting to and calming your breath will help. Number six, self-compassion will help. Replace your self-criticism with self-compassion. And number seven, your beliefs around your symptoms, or should I say improving your beliefs around your symptoms will help. They don't mean you're getting worse. They are just an opportunity to practice responding well and retraining your nervous system to come out of survival mode faster and the final thing i'm going to say is that this is not easy i know it can sound simple um which it is actually simple but it's just not easy you are trying to override your body's most primal system which takes practice and time and awareness So again, this is why self-compassion will be so important. Don't expect yourself to do it perfectly every time, you won't, but also don't be discouraged when you don't do it perfectly. Um, Low expectations, high aspirations, yeah? This mental attitude means you won't feel frustrated with yourself, disappointed and get down when it doesn't work initially. Um, because it literally won't, is what I'm saying. So um, yeah, having that self-compassion, remembering that with practice, with consistency, you will get better. Just like training a muscle or learning a new language, you have to keep putting the effort in when you don't see the results. That is when change actually happens. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you would like my support to overcome your limiting beliefs, to get unstuck and to make genuine progress on your CFS recovery journey, to feel like your best self again, fill out an application form for the next intake of CFS transformation via the link in the show notes, or even better, send me a DM because you are the exact type of person that I want to help.